Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys, it's Sally here, and I'm coming to you from one of our service departments for Service Combination Secrets, the live and the podcast this week. So I'm giving you an update on the type of week we've had so far this week, being Thursday, but also some tips on how to manage yourself and your time, which kind of amounts to the same thing. And um, it's something that um, is easy for some people and you might be an early person, you might be a late person and some people listening to this who know me might secretly laugh and say, wow, Sally, you're in time. But it's a really interesting thing to focus on and really important because obviously in service accommodation, you're working with lots of people all the way from your guests to your team, uh, whether they're your VA uh, or your team on, in the field uh, doing all the housekeeping, cleaning and so forth. Hi there guys, good to see you. So essentially we've had a bit of a crazy time and that's the thing about service accommodation. So the first thing is you can easily get uh, quite overwhelmed if you don't have plans in place and methods for things to happen. So if you're completely new, you all have learned theory of you know what you have. So you have your property, you maintain it, you clean it, you advertise it, you get guests in, you clean it again. And obviously you communicate with your guests and market to your target market all the time. But essentially, imagine that you are the guest and all the things that you would like and make sure that everything's up and running, beautifully clean for them, and they have a really nice experience. And you're solving a problem, you know, if they're a corporate guest, then you're solving a problem for their company. Um, but we've got a longer stay guest, and he's had um, an issue with an oven. Would you believe an oven? You can switch onto demo mode. So random things like that happen. But we're really lucky because our freeholders do um, our maintenance. So they've been sorting that out and found a very helpful chap I actually spoke to you yesterday and revealed the secrets of ovens because I asked him so we don't get charged loads of money again. But so there's a maintenance team here, so that's really good. But random things like that happen. Um, we've had some quite nice regular stays. We've got some repeat guests staying all the time. Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. Um, and so that's great. So we're doing some service cleans, but also we've got some repeat guests who go home at weekends Sharing the and they're direct exactly. bookings, which is really nice. But it's just uh, managing things like that. And because I thought we were losing lots of our cleaning team, we've been doing um, trial shifts for cleaning um, team members to come on board, which has worked really well. Seems like actually quite a lot of our team is staying now. So that's actually quite nice because we have enough uh, people in the team. And when we get busier, you know, that's always fantastic. But it, it does mean that um, I might not have answered um, our VA's inquiry. So sorry, AJ, because I didn't know, because I've been meeting people. But so the key factor really is to have things in place for um, your communications. And um, so things might need to be escalated to you. And I shall be sorting those things out after this. 
but um, nothing major. But also, you know, on the ground. So, like, for example, this morning, um, my colleague Sarah, who supervises everything, was here doing a deep clean because we had a guest just leave after two months. And we've got a couple more guests going in, so we've got a little bit more um, linen um furnishings cleaning things like that so all of those things have to be managed so key thing is having plans in place and processes for everything that has to happen so that you have a brilliant guest experience and that operationally everything works well and you don't have to you know have people waiting around too long to get stuff done so that guests are um, inconvenienced to the minimum and not at all hopefully so once you are doing things and you're up and running, if it's a new business, write down everything you're doing and turn it into your systems. And we've been doing quite a lot of work on flowcharts and all that sort of thing. So you end up with a Pucker um, operations manual, which is pretty awesome. So it doesn't need you to be there. Anyone can come and do it. But in the meantime, you can feel really overwhelmed, like there's too much going on. And so my second point is, uh, for self-care and really being in the moment and so you actually need to take time to do some things that you really enjoy doing and so this morning I was actually at my yoga class I wasn't going to go but then I thought I've got a really busy week and um, I couldn't go earlier in the week because my yoga teacher wasn't very well bless her but she's better now so yoga was amazing and that really recharges me. So if there's something that you can do that brings you back to the present moment and makes you feel grounded, um, helps you just filter out all the noise. Um, and I've started meditating twice a day since going on a yoga retreat, which was fabulous in um, October, I believe, yeah, it was October. And that's just really helping me stay grounded because I do get um, excessively busy. I do pack too much into my days usually, but just having that time and it's almost like, if you think you don't have time for things, then you don't. But I never thought I'd have time for doing meditation twice a day, uh, but I do. And it's like, how did that happen? And so you can just, carve time out somehow and the things that are important to you they just kind of fit in with your routine which is pretty awesome um it did mean that sarah and the team had to take care of everything until i got here today to meet new team members because i like to meet new team members and um, we onboard them and let them know what everything's about uh, but sarah's brilliant so she was able to show them around before i got here and then uh, they do their trial shift, which is fab. But unless I have that grounding and, and time doing the things I really enjoy, um, time in nature I feel, find really lovely as well, just helps you feel, I don't know, just chilled out again and can, you know, ideas come to you and you're in a more relaxed state. There are all sorts of frequencies that we operate at. Um, but unless you actually get to the point where you have some of that time for you and time to chill out, then you can just feel really jazzed and you can't make decision, decisions very easily. So those kinds of things that keep you in the present moment really important. Now, it might be that you play a sport or you do something, um, I don't know, something in the arts, craft or something technical or, I don't know, even games um, on computers, which 
I don't know why I say even, because I don't play them. um, those anything that helps you relax and regroup because the best ideas often come to you when you're not thinking about anything else so I really love um, plants and gardens and and gardening just having your hands in the soil just gets you in touch with the planet a bit and it just really helps Um, and talking about frequencies as I am I am reading Joe Dispenza's book um, breaking the habit of being yourself and that talks a lot about the frequencies we operate on and most of us are in fight or flight most of the time a high beta state and we're thinking about the next thing the next thing the next thing have we got time to do this that and the other so it's a challenge for us hi there guys hi there Chris good to see you um, so have some time for you and doing the things that you enjoy so that's really important and my next thing um, which I can't read because I don't have my glasses on. But, oh yeah, what it is, is don't compare yourself to other people. So use um, the success stories and the brilliant rate at which other people are working as inspiration for things that you can do. And if you work at the same pace, then that's amazing. But if you don't, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't feel like you should be the same because we're all different and we all have different things we want to achieve, different rates of working, different um, levels that we want to get to. But the only thing is just don't put everything off and procrastinate forever. So do things when um, you feel out of your comfort zone but don't do things just because somebody else is doing it. You know, you don't want um, everything to fall down like a stack of cards, but equally push yourself. So those things. And that moves on to really, and the next thing is to be accountable. So make sure that you do have tasks and deadlines and that you're not just, you know, slacking and thinking, oh, well, I'll put that off. You know, give yourself deadlines, have meetings, have sessions with um, mentors, get tasks completed, do those things. And um, really that brings me on to the very last thing is managing yourself in your own time. Really interesting experience um, with one of my mentees recently. She was amazed at the time she was spending, well, she said wasting time and being lazy, but actually she does have a family with you know young children and husband. She works part-time, got her own essay business. So I think she's probably being quite harsh, but I got her to track her time and I've been um, I've been assigned that task and I find it amazing as well, although I just kind of pack millions of things in every quarter of an hour, it seems, when I do that. Um, but it's a brilliant tool to help you see, you know, whether you're watching TV for six hours a night or um, in this example, this lady was spending a lot more time on social media and watching YouTube and all sorts of stuff. And just suddenly the whole world opened up to her. She could do her her study um, that she wanted to do. You know, she had um, she has her beliefs and she wants to spend some time reflecting on those. And she suddenly had loads of time. It's like my meditation, same thing. And um, she said, I actually have a whole extra hour and a half. I didn't know I had. But then also she was able to identify her energy levels and when they were good and when they were less good. And so... Um, you know, like I said, well, don't do anything in those times unless you have, say, two emails to send out, something like that. But don't do a session of work. You know, don't work on your business plan then. Work on that when you've got energy and you can think clearly. 
and the other thing is to have breaks when you're doing things as well so um, lots of you will have heard of the Pomodoro, Pomodoro technique where you spend 25 minutes on a task have a five minute break do that four times and then have a longer break and that just keeps you fresh because sometimes you can find that if you spend a lot of time on a task and you just um, you know get a bit stuck you can end up with hours passing by and it's just like moving a pencil around a piece of paper usually a mouse around a desk um, these days but you can end up just not being productive at all it's it's funny so if you go away have a break have a drink cup of tea I don't know go outside go for a walk those kind of things just give you that peace of mind to be in the moment and things come back to you so track your time as well and see how you can utilize it better and a really good thing to do so finally on this um, I will recap I have dropped my bit of paper so I'll remember it um, the thing is that if there are things that you could mock up your day into the form you would love it to be how different is your day compared to that now so thinking in terms of service accommodation you're thinking how um, you want to improve your systems and what time slots work for people what's going to work for your guests how are you managing check-ins all those kind of things but away from work you know what would you really love to do every day if you could and so maybe allocate yourself um, time off certain times so like with my mentee I said to her between three in the afternoon eight at night just have that as family time so you're allowed to do that it grants you permission to do those things and you don't have to feel guilty because we all feel guilty a lot of the time for not working hard enough for wasting time so you know not being good enough all the self-worth stuff comes out but if you're allowed to do it at a certain time then you really enjoy it so much more and it's really valuable so I think that's just really huge and uh, you know we're, we're quite unkind to ourselves we're quite often more unkind to ourselves than we are to other people we do things to ourselves we never do to other people so we need to be a bit more kind but also you know when it comes to the work we're accountable we know what we've got to do so I hope that helps because there are lots of parts to service accommodation, especially if you're setting it up. There's like a great long list to do. So my other mentee um, who I spoke to yesterday, I had two sessions. She's just got herself a third property. She said, you know that house I was looking at and we talked about, it's like, yes, I've got it. So she's got three properties within um, two months of working with me because she got her keys, I think three days after. Um, I first spoke to her so that was organized but we've managed to get all her systems in place but then she's got a bit of a list of things to do but she's doing really well and um, you know she's doing her due diligence on her guests she's really really cracking on and so there were a lot of things to do so I just thought it would help to just summarize a few things to you know keep it all on a level uh, so you don't just feel like you're completely overwhelmed so first thing is to have a plan and then put that in place and write down everything that you do in your essay business so you've got a process that you can then write up eventually as an ops manual with videos and everything and um, second thing is to be in the present moment so do things that you enjoy and you know if it's yoga that's one thing that's what I really like a lot you know allow yourself to do these things you know you might love sport you might love music it could be anything and um, the next thing is 
Um, so I've forgotten the next thing. <laughs> it's don't compare yourself to others is one of them. I do beg your pardon. So yeah, it is. Don't compare yourself to others. Just do things at your own pace, out of your comfort zone, but do them and make sure you are um, accountable. It's the next one. So, you know, get some accountability there, whether it's mentorship, whether it's, um, I don't know, a mastermind, or you might be doing a course, so make sure you follow the steps afterwards. And, you know, you might be able to get in a WhatsApp group, you might be able to get some online training. Um, and the final thing is to track your time so you see where you're spending it and you see where you could spend it more usefully. So thanks for watching guys. Now you probably know I've got an offer launch to help you guys and that really is a couple of things. I've got a deep dive open day and then after that is accountability with a live webinar and teaching and accountability because I really want to help you with getting things going and working really effectively and it's it's working so well um, with the uh, mentees I have so I'm really chuffed for them. And moving forward, um, you might want to do, I'm um, doing a physical mastermind, so that's actual meetups, because it can be really lonely. Some of the guys in our WhatsApp community are saying it's really quite lonely being an SA operator. And um, so, you know, you have challenges, you want to talk to people. So get to know more people, and it doesn't really matter if you're not quite in the area, but it's a really good thing to meet up. And I'm going to have experts there to go through lots of different areas of service accommodation to really improve your businesses or start up and consolidate if you're new. So I've got a website, it's deepdive.serviceaccommodationsecrets.com if you're interested in that. But I'm going to give you a tour of the apartment now. So I'll just turn my camera around so you won't see me staring. So there's kitchen area here. So this is one of our one beds. I just turn around and we've got a sofa there and that's a sofa bed so we can have two extra guests in here as well we set up the table for the guests as well and it's a really nice little alcove so it feels like it's getting dark already um, but it's a really nice little alcove really sunny when the sun's out and then we have a uh, tv with super fast broadband soundbar and virgin media tv let's go through i've got my art on the walls as well big mirror so big mirrors make the place seem so much bigger too so let's go through to the bedroom so again these can be zip link um beds that separate or or they can stay as king size like that so it's really quite a nice big room actually but um, we've got a dressing table here and that converts to a desk because the uh, mirror just lifts off as well. And they're quite nice tall ceilings. So if I go up to the light, just dazzle you a bit because it's commercial conversion, this building. So we've got a built-in wardrobe here. And um, just from an operational point of view, we actually stashed some stuff in here. Um, we've got a little little case for replenishments there and there's some protectors that are just in there temporarily um, in that bag, mattress protectors and things like that and you can be really organised and store stuff up there so that's my 
supervisors and I did have like spare single duvets and protectors and things like that because if you have guests who want um, different formats you need those to hand and we've also got the um, what is it called sofa bed um, size in there so that's very exciting pictures of bags but an interesting point because people you know, who only have double beds or king size beds they can't have colleagues or families who um don't want to share a king size bed so that's all looking very nice and then we'll just go through to the bathroom which is gorgeous i do love the bathroom so we've got um solid stone tiles hi sarah <laughs> i'm still here so yeah beautiful bathroom lovely and shiny so nice and um, solid stone floor as well and electric towel rails so it's just beautiful bathrooms we're really lucky with those um, and I think that will do so thank you for watching guys sorry for the close up there and I look forward to seeing you again next time but um, I hope you have a really good week and speak to you soon thanks guys take care Sharing the secrets of success.